Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's wow. your boy, Cody, and the other guy, hey. Robert, here once again. Let's get it. Good conversation, tiny table, big room. Mm. It's a good day. I was thinking about it. Or okay. I, well, I mean, I wasn't thinking about it. Nomad. Shout noodle. out to the Noodle Boy. The old Noodle Boy. He was saying it's going to be sad when one day there's not a tiny table. <laughs> what? <laughs> like if we exchange it for a different set and then one day I have to be like, it's the t- place that used to have a tiny table. Well, you can still say in the tiny table. It might even be funnier if the table's not there. <laughs> or if we get like a tiny table that we like sit on <laughs> a big a little table. little model table. Like a little like, tiny table. <laughs> that they use for like movies and stuff when they're putting together a scene and like they got to use models. House. That would be amazing. It'd <laughs> be the super tiny table. Oh my yeah. gosh. Uh, and another shout out to Chrissy because I noticed she put a comment in the I comment know. section. Yeah. I'm so stoked to finally see comments and realize like, oh, okay, it was our fault. It's the small victories, <laughs> really. <laughs> the the, the uh, stuff we get excited about now. You know what I mean? It's like you realize that as you get older and you become an adult, like the things you get excited about are things that you were never excited right. about before. <laughs> like uh, uh, every year with my grass, I'm like, it's so green. Like we, we got <laughs> I'm uh, stoked. Well, I guess technically Kyleen got, but we got, my parents got her uh, basically like some organizational like type <clears throat> situation stuff for uh-huh. our pantry because yeah. like Kyleen's yeah. just like into that yeah. of just like being organized. And so like it just felt good. We're like, <laughs> let's, let's just open up our pantry and just look, look at, at it. it. Look at the organized uh, stuff. And, and then we ended up buying more because we're like, okay, we need more. Right. <laughs> we got to organize some more. And it's like, that's such an adult thing to get excited about. It Plastic is such an bins adult to thing. put your food in. <laughs> in your closet. In your pantry. <laughs> that no which one is really a sees. Closet, a food closet. Oh, it's so adult. It oh, is so gosh. adult. But, you know, you got to get uh, excited about something in this life. It just as well be organization <laughs> of the pantry. So, very good. The you world take- might be going to crap, but my pantry looks great. <laughs> looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So, um, yeah, New Year. New Year, 2023. New, new Year, same me. <laughs> I saw someone else said that, like, Did New they? Year, same me. I was like, wow. <laughs> no, so uh, you doing anything different this year? I got I got, a, I got a kind of a direction I'm vibing with where we're going to go. Oh. Yeah, I'm feeling uh, it. I don't know. What am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to do something different? No. I, w- I set out to not set resolutions. That's my resolution. Because I don't want to be that guy that sets a resolution and then three months in be like, I failed. So that's your resolution. <laughs> so my resolution is no resolution. So in your determination not to have any resolutions, you set a resolution. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that worked out good. So good. No, I don't. I actually, uh, that sounds bad, but I don't, I don't really haven't given it too much thought yet. Because I, I don't want to just do something just to do something. Yeah. You know, I feel like it needs to be like... Mm. For me, like I need to actually be led to do it, or I genuinely yep. need to want to do it. I don't want to just set a goal led. for no reason because mm. I probably won't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if, sure. it, if it's if my heart's not in, and I'm not actually going to sure. do it. Yeah. So. I am currently in the second day, day two of your fast <laughs> of a 21 day fast. And so here's the topic for today because uh, hungry. <laughs> everybody, you look like a giant <laughs> steak right now. <laughs> it's two days in and you look like a turkey. Oh my gosh. Uh, but no, seriously. Um, and I agree, you know, I could never make it through the 21 day fast unless the Lord told me to do it. But so I was thinking about it last night and I was talking to Rachel about it. And one reason why I believe the Lord's asked me to do this is because I think we just get so comfortable that he's asked me to do something that makes me uncomfortable. Mm. And not only that is we trust God in our everyday life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's, that's what we do with our lives. We've placed them in his hands. Yeah. But I also have an understanding. The only way I'm going to get through this fast is by trusting him. Mm. Like I cannot do this on my own. Yeah. I'm going to have to like, and I told somebody the other day, cause they were asking me about it. And I told him, I said, as long as I feed on manna from heaven, 
I'm going to be okay. Mm. But if I cut that off, <laughs> my, my flesh and my hunger is going to win out. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like God has asked me to do this to kind of reprioritize my life, mm. to make sure he is up here yeah. and also to make sure that in my, if you will, American comfort, I'm still trusting God. Yeah. I don't know why I did air quotes for trusting. <laughs> That's a weird place to put air quotes. But, it, it, but it's like, uh, you know, we've talked about this before. In our society, do we really have to trust God? Mm-hmm. We've talked about this with the teenagers before. You can work hard. You could have a good career. And in the United States of America, to our detriment, you can make it by yeah. and be pretty successful yeah. if God's not the center of the universe. Mm. That doesn't make it right. Yeah. And we would never encourage somebody to do that because even if you're successful and God's not the center of the universe, there's still going to be something missing from your life. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think God is just, uh, you know, Robert, you, you you need to trust me and here's something you can do to walk by faith Mm. and to live by faith. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. I feel that. Yeah. That's something I even said last night, you know, because I've my subject or my point was I'm going to trust God. Mm. <laughs> that was the message title was I'm going to trust God. And uh, <clears throat> one of the things that I was like, kind of just brought out, I was like, I'll just be real with you guys. I was like, I was tired a lot in 2022. Yeah. And I think that like God revealed to me is because at times, whether I consciously or unconsciously, it's like, cause you were kind of doing it in your own, you're mm. doing it on your own. Right. And you know, I think we all have those moments, you know? And so that's all I was just trying to be real with them last night. It's like, even us, even me, like there's times where like, <clears throat> It's like we get this in our mind of like, oh, I'm already believing God for this, or I'm already, you know, put my faith on this, right. and I'm already doing this, I'm already giving God this, and it's like we know we can handle it, but for whatever reason, in our own mind, it's like, ah, I got this one, you know, right, what? It's right, fine. right, you know, right. I'll, I'll I'll stay up late and think about this one, yeah, <laughs> I'll stay up late and you know, yes. stress about right. this or whatever, or hey, the bills are coming in, and that kind of seems a little bit tight this month. Let yeah. me think about that, and so I feel like God has just really stretched me, and I think I said on the last podcast right. of just really actually taking full it i said it last time too advantage is the wrong word but taking the full benefits of my relationship with god and actually leaning into that trust even more so um because kind of like what you said it's like if i really want to see the fullness of what god has called me into if i want to see the highest and best version of that i got to put it into his hands because he's the one that that created that he's the one that, that that put that out there uh for me to have uh, it's actually kind of funny last night because my example didn't really go the way I actually thought I thought <laughs> I wanted there it to before. go. But it's fine; it's no big deal. But yeah. I was talking about how, uh, you know, with Play-Doh, you know, we we can make it into however we want to. But I'm not a crafty person. I can only make I can make a snake and I make a snowman. Right. That's about it. Right. But like, you know, God, He can make anything. Or people that are out there that are you know really good at making cool stuff out of Play-Doh. There's people that can make really awesome things sure. out of it. But I can't. But if I put it into their hands, mm. they can make it into something that's really cool. And I was telling Charlie. How did that go sideways? That sounds like a pretty straightforward illustration. Oh, no, 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 it is. I just think that like it didn't happen because I handed it to Charlie. And Charlie he, couldn't, he could only do a snake and a snowman. <laughs> he made a snake and it looked like a hot dog. And, he, he was, and that's what he even said. It's like, it like sometimes in our, you know, maybe we're, we're called in this life to be a snake and we can do it in our own strength. And we oh, kind of end up looking like a hot dog. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so that's kind of what happened. But I mean, it almost in a way kind of proved the point. It's like, like in our own strength, you know, we see and we've been told what our life is supposed to be. You know, Jeremiah 20, 11, we have plans for our right, life. Ephesians 2, right. 10, we've been predestined for good works because we've been created new in Christ. 
but it's like in our own strength yeah. if we try to make it in our make it for ourselves it will not look the way that god intended it because he's the one that's supposed to help make it for us and i think we don't even do it on purpose sometimes that's the it's, thing. it's like it's not with intentionality exactly. it's like we just have a tendency to take control mm-hmm. we we love to be in control yeah. we we at least especially me eight well, over it, here you know it's my life <laughs> yeah true quote, it's my life that's where quotes fit in yeah because mm-hmm. And we just we just take control, and I think that's kind of what God is doing with me right now. He's checking me through this fast and being like, "You're not in control. Mm. You got to trust me. I'm the one that's in control." You know, we read First Corinthians, or is it? Yeah, it's First Corinthians six nineteen, where it says, "How be it? Know it not? Know you not that you are the temple of mm. the Holy Ghost?" Right. Yeah. But that's verse nineteen. The very next verse twenty says, "Your life is not your own." Mm. So it's like, <clears throat> okay, so I have to remember that God, and I think when God told me to do this 21-day fast, and I know a lot of people do it at the beginning of the year, it's not something I love food. So it's like, I this know. is, I this don't is think y'all a, understand the sacrifice a, a big that ask. is being made. <laughs> it's a big ask, you know. Um, but I think that's a little bit of it. We just get so, we can almost get routine mm-hmm. to where instead of living by faith, we wait till something comes up and then we put our faith on it. Mm. And if we would just live by faith, maybe those things wouldn't come up. Yeah. Or, you know, I heard somebody say this. If we would continually pursue God like we're desperate, we wouldn't have so many times of desperation. Wow. That's good. So I think that's it. And that's what he's doing in my world right now. He's just like wrecking me and saying, no, 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 no. I'm in charge. Yeah. I am number one. And I, I really love, I went back and listened to it. What you said, we weren't built to do this. Mm-hmm. I wasn't built to carry anxiety. I yeah. wasn't built to carry stress. I wasn't built to be my provider. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I wasn't built to be my heal. God, Jesus was built to be all those things for mm-hmm. us. And how do we allow that to happen? It's Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord in all of your ways. Yeah. Lean not onto yeah. your own understanding, and he will direct your paths. Mm-hmm. And so I think God is saying, you've gotten pretty comfortable. You've figured out how to do life on your own. And that's a mistake because when you do life on your own, like we've talked about so many times, you're going to come up against something that is greater than you are. Dang, yeah, that's good. You know, we, we talked about <laughs> David last time. He came up against Goliath, and Goliath was greater yeah. in the natural mm. than David. But David had spiritual equipment that allowed him to overcome that obstacle. Mm-hmm. And so it's about how do I refine the spiritual equipment that God has given me? How do I give the spiritual equipment that I have uh, precedence and, and let that be? I, I, they taught us this in Bible school. You know, the Bible says that God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. But the way that you live by faith is you allow faith to be the leader. Mm. So I'm not being led by my thoughts and I'm being led by what I believe. I'm being led by my faith in him. And so a fast is a good way. And I'm not telling everyone else to fast. I'm just telling this is what God's dealt with my heart. When he told me to do that, it's like, okay, I got to let faith be the leader because immediately I go to the natural. How Mm -hmm. in the world? I'm not going to eat for 21 days. Dude, and not only that, it's it's interesting. Like last night after church, I got so excited. I got in the car and I was like, yes, I'm going home to eat. And no. then instantly I was like, oh, no, I can't eat. And then last night I had a dream that oh, I ate no. a cheese quesadilla. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was a good quesadilla. And I got so frustrated in the dream because I was like, oh, no, I got to start over. Here we go. And so it's just amazing how your mind goes squirrely. But I think what God is trying to do in the church, in his body, because we are the body of Christ in 2023 is let's get back to a place of trust in him. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to a place of relying on God. Amen, dude. 
And like we've said so many times in our lives, sometimes that can be difficult mm-hmm. because we don't maybe have to rely on him like they do in other parts of the world. Yeah. And so when we don't have to rely on him, it's almost like God will put stuff in our life. Not that he's the author of bad things, right. but he'll put stuff in your life that will challenge you. Like I want you to fast. Mm-hmm. He'll put that in your life to be like, okay, because of where you live, geographically speaking, maybe you don't have to rely on me in the natural like other people do. So here, I'm going to challenge you with this. Mm. So you learn how to rely on me. Yeah. 21 day fast. Go for it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, all right. Yeah. Maybe let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> maybe let's do this. <laughs> I'll let you know in 21 days. <laughs> 19 days now. So Yeah. <laughs> I think just reminding ourselves of the greater one who lives within. Mm. And, and, Amen. and you even said, it's like, we are temples yes. and we are hosts. We are vessels. And yes. I think that if we can kind of make that adjustment in our mind of like, I'm a carrier. Yeah. I'm a carrier of the living God. I'm a carrier of the Holy Spirit. I'm a carrier of what Jesus did in my life. Mm. And if he did that for me and he is within me, then what? can come against me and and I can handle Mm. anything that comes against me, but not in my strength. That's right. That's right. Not relying in in my own ability and my own thought and my own processes, but relying on the one that lives within. Mm. And, and that can be hard. And I feel like that's easy to say to some people, but I think what you're kind of getting at is, is try to challenge yourself to get out of your own head and rely more on God than in your own strength and your own processes and, and just take these opportunities of, you know, what might feel like trial or even right. potentially adversity, even though it might be something that's going to grow you as an opportunity for mm. God to help you trust him more. Yeah. Cause that's really what adversity can be, mm-hmm. right? It's an opportunity to grow in God. My yeah. wife and I, we used to say this all the time when we get like an unexpected bill that came <laughs> in the mail, we would just say to each other, well, this is another t- opportunity for God to show himself faithful, yep. another opportunity for God to show himself strong, another opportunity for us to walk out a miracle in our life. Amen. And that's so true. I think another aspect of this is not that I'm picking on the American church, because I am a part of the American church, if you will. Uh, we're a part of the body of Christ, so I, I kind of hate that we make distinguishments between the American church and other churches. But, you know, we, 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 I'll just say from my life personally, just reminding myself of what it is to be a living sacrifice, mm. to, to sacrifice some things for him, mm. um, to present my body as a living sacrifice, to know because you know, carrying my cross, uh, you know, what the, f- the flesh will suffer as I carry that cross. And just uh, with that understanding, what can I sacrifice for the kingdom? Mm-hmm. What, what can I do for him? Because he's done so much for me mm. and not being a selfish Christian yeah. and not being a, uh, self-centered Christian, but being a kingdom minded yeah. Christian and being a God forward and a God thinking and a God, uh, pursuing Christian, because lots of times I think we kind of, you know, take a step back from that. And if like the circumstances and everything is not perfect, then God kind of gets pushed to the side mm-hmm. and like, let me do other things first. And, and God, when we do that, it's almost like God will intervene and be like, no, I'm first. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I use this example. We live in, in Alabama. Whenever we get bad storms or bad heavy rain, we see it. We've been in youth ministry for a long time. Whenever we get a bad thunderstorm that comes in, our attendance goes down. Yeah. Because it's like people are like, let me just go ahead and not go to church tonight because yeah. I this this little sacrifice of driving in the rain or walking through the rain to get in the building is too much of a mm. sacrifice for me to do. 
And I think God's checking me with that. And he's saying, there should be no sacrifice that is too big for you to do, to follow me Mm. and to put me first. And he's teaching me that when it comes to serving him, Mm -hmm. I need to lay it all down. Yeah. And God has got to be number one. Yeah. And it's like, we know that, but do we really believe that? Are Mm. we willing to live that out? Are we willing to sacrifice our life the way Jesus sacrificed his life so he could be who he was supposed to be? You know, and I think there's a lot of wonderful things that God has put in a lot of wonderful people, but those things never come to fruition because they never make the sacrifices necessary to pull those things out Mm. of him. You know, how many God-given dreams and God-given uh, destinations have gone unfulfilled because we have not made any sacrifices mm. to pursue that destination and to pursue that dream, you yeah. know? And I think that's one thing he's just doing in my life is like through this fast, he's saying, you're going to learn how to lay it all on the line for me. Mm. And, you know, even talking about it sounds so silly because a 21 day fast is not that big of a deal. It's 21 days. It's not even a full month. Yeah. I mean, you know, in the, in, 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 three in weeks. the, yeah, in, in, retrospect sure. of everything yeah. else that you could scheme. sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like he's asking me to sell my home and to move sure. out of the country yeah, to yeah. some to Siberia, yeah. the it's coldest not, place in the like earth. It's not a life sentence here. Exactly. Exactly. Days. And yet in my mind, and, and when I have shared it with people, I haven't shared it to flex, but it's like, Oh, that's a huge sacrifice. And yeah, it may be, but is it really in the grand scope of things? I think here's what I'm saying here to sum it all up is just learning how to lay down our lives for Christ. Mm. And I think he will give us opportunities to learn how to do that. In this case, he's given me an opportunity for a 21 day fast to learn how to lay down my life for him. Um, You know, throughout 2023, maybe he tells you to go on a missions trip and maybe you don't really want to go, but yet you got to learn how to lay down your life for him. Maybe he tells you to read your Bible once a day and you really don't want to do it, Mm -hmm. but he's teaching you how to lay down your life for him. And so if I could project my self challenges onto everybody else, (laughs) (laughs) God is in 2023 asking us how to, how can we more so lay down our lives for him? Yeah. How can we more so become a living sacrifice that like Jesus did in the garden where we can truly say, not my will, but let your will be done. And that's where I'm at. And at the end of 2023, I want to look back and say, I'm a completely different man than I was at the start of this. I've, I've learned how to trust God in greater ways. I've learned how to follow him in greater ways. Uh, I've become so not to flex, but I've become a juggernaut in the spirit because I chose to sacrifice Mm -hmm. my life and lay it on the altar for the King. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's even in that verse, it says those that hold on to their life will lose mm. it. And those that let go will find mm. it. And it says that we have to take up our cross daily. Daily, yes. And so it's like we have to continually remind ourselves, get your hand off of it. Mm. <laughs> get your hand off yeah. your life every day. Just get off. Yeah. You know, it needs to be something that we remind ourselves every day. Like, this is not mine. Yeah. <laughs> this is not mine. This is not yours. This is God's. This yeah. is God's. And I, Amen. I need to trust his mm. hand over my hand. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah and daily do that. And you said living sacrifice. And like, it's almost like I made a connection between those in that moment is like daily living, living. Mm. It's just like every single day, you know, you think about a sacrifice and something dies Mm. when it's sacrificed, but you're supposed to be a living sacrifice. So you have to be constantly dying to yourself. Dude. Daily. That's awesome. In order to live. Mm. (laughs) That's what's crazy is like, you have to constantly die that's awesome. In order to fully live. Mm. 
this life that God has called you to. It's like the Apostle Paul said, I no longer live, yet Christ lives in me. The life I live in my flesh, I do it by trusting in the Son of God. Shoot. That's incredible. I love that. So good, man. God. A living sacrifice. So when you present yourself, and this is, the, this, is, this is really good, even as Cody was talking about that. So God is challenging us, okay, what needs to die? Because mm. when you get on that altar as a living sacrifice, that means you're sacrificing something. What needs to die? Wow. Is it your flesh? Is it a sin? Is it an addiction? Mm. What has to die so he can be first? What has to die so we can be that sacrifice? Uh, what has to die? And, and, and I know through this, in my, my, my life, again, through this fast, one thing that's dying is my flesh. Yeah. Like both physically and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally withering away right I'm now. withering away. But your flesh <laughs> craves food. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about Jesus when he was led out in the wilderness with 40 days yeah. without food and water, right? So, like, he was crucifying, hit something, which I don't know if this is... <laughs> blasphemous or not what? something in him had to die yeah you know we see it again in the garden when he prayed not my will but your will be done he was he was sacrificing his will i don't feel like that's bla i mean jesus he, he came <laughs> into this world and in some ways he proved that it's possible mm. he, he he lived the way that we are supposed to live yeah and he did it yeah 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 showing perfectly that it, he did it perfectly yep. and that's the that should be the the standard mm, if you will the benchmark yes. yeah the benchmark the thing that we strive for the mm. thing that we shoot for yeah, yeah. and so I don't feel like that's the, he he did the things yeah. that we did yeah yeah he yeah he fasted yeah he prayed he sweat yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah he did it all he he yeah, did yeah, yeah. what what True. we are supposed to do and so even in our times of not his will but your will right you know what I mean right. like not my will God but your will like mm. even in even Jesus was saying. <laughs> Get my hand off my own life and get your hand on mine. It's true. Like what it's the true. what the it's heck, true. man? Like that's that. If if Jesus yeah. had to get his own hands off his life, and that to me almost sounds blasphemous. <laughs> like when I'm saying it, but but he, but he even, did it. Even he relied on God. Yeah, he trusted in God more yeah. than his own flesh, yeah. and he was God. Yeah, like how much more so is it necessary for us to do it? Yeah. So, what does God want to kill in your life this year? Mm. And I get it. He is the author of life. Yeah. He is the author of the blessing. So we're not talking about that kind of stuff. But I think if everybody took an honest evaluation of their life, there's something that could die for him. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, mean I was even thinking about that verse of Proverbs 3 where it says, honor God with your first fruits. Mm. And, yep. and, and that's saying, like, honor God with your best. Yeah. So maybe right. we as Christians need to start getting rid of our worst. Ooh. You know, because there are people that are just giving God their worst. Yeah. And, and that's okay. We need to give God our worst. But at the same it's time, a starting point. it's a starting point. And we should strive to, hey, I want to start giving God my best. Yes. And and that's kind of like with Cain and Abel. You know, like mm. you, the, one gave the best and one gave, mm. wow, I'm going to just put a, right. let me put a basket together or whatever. You <laughs> know what I mean? Let's throw this together. Let me just throw this together yeah. real fast. And that's not what God wants. God mm. wants to know, okay, don't just give me whatever. Right. Give me what needs to be dealt mm. with. Give me what needs to die today so that way you can grow and you can find your life today. Mm. So like what, what, what Robert's saying is what, what do you need to give to God? Yeah. And even for myself, what do I need to give to God? What does Robert need to yeah. give to God? What, what do, we all have something that needs to die because <coughs> we are a living sacrifice mm. and daily we have to pick up that cross. Daily we have to get our hands off our life and put it in the hands of God because we are human beings yeah. and I think that, that there are times that 
we are going to do great and awesome and be wonderful Christians and perfect examples, but we all fall short of the glory <laughs> at and, times. And, and, and we got to grow. We got to yeah. grow. And I'll be, and this is a message for the church. So if anybody's watching and, and you're, you're not a disciple of Jesus Christ and you're not born again, this, you're going to be like, what are these dudes talking about? Yeah, but, yeah. but if you are born again, then this message is for you. If, if we haven't grown in God and we haven't made sacrifices this year, then we have done something wrong. Mm. You have not challenged yourself and you have not responded to the challenge that God has put before you. There's no way at the end of 2023 we should be able to say, I'm the same person I was mm. a year ago, spiritually mentally, emotionally, because God wants us to grow and thrive in all of those areas. But here's the key. It's up to us. Yeah, it's up to us. We're, we're going to have to lay some things down. And so I want to personally challenge you. And uh, I know Cody and I, we preach this lots of times, but I'm going to go above and beyond. We tell the students all the time, if, you, if, if you're not reading your Bible at all, don't start with an hour a day because yeah. you're, you're going to fall short of that benchmark. But here I want to say this, though, challenge yourself. Yeah, yeah make it something that you can't obtain without God's help. I like that. Because if you can obtain it in your own strength, you're not doing this right. Mm. Because you're still not going to rely on him. You're still not going to trust in him. It needs to be something that is beyond you. It needs yeah. to be something that is greater than you. It needs to be something that only God can do as you trust in him. And so if you if you feel like you can read your Bible five minutes a day, then that's not good enough. Because mm. that doesn't stretch you. And that's not gonna that's not going to challenge you to trust in God. So if whatever you feel like you can do, Add to it. Mm. So then God has to intervene. Add to it so you have to trust in him. If you feel like you can read your if you feel like you can read your Bible ten minutes a day, but thirty minutes is beyond you, then that's your goal. Mm. Because then you're gonna have to say every day, okay, God, I'm trusting you to help me with this. Yeah. I cannot do this on my own. You know, and that's where we need to get as a church yeah. because it, it's so advantageous for us. But at the end of the day, one of the greatest things it does is it teaches us how to walk by faith. Amen. And that's where we got to get to. I don't know what the future holds. I don't know if things are going to be better than they've been the last few years or they're going to be worse. But let's just hypothetically say they got worse. Do we know how to live by faith? Wow. Do we know how to trust God? He's preparing us. We have a season of preparation right now that God is preparing us because we live in a fallen world. If things got really, really nasty and really, really ugly, do you know how to live by faith? Do you know how to trust in God? You know what I mean? And so I think that's what he's preparing us for because mm -hmm. we know we don't have faith projects that just live by faith. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I'm walking every day by yeah. faith. I'm living by right. faith. And I think what he's wanting to do is give us a refresher class and yeah, yeah, what yeah. that looks like. And yeah. so set a goal that's beyond you. Set a goal that you can't achieve. So you have to trust in God. Yeah. And then that way in the future, when something comes up, because inevitably something will come up because yeah. of the world that we live in. But when something comes up, you've got so much confidence because you've been walking by faith. You can say, man, I've got this because God's got this. Amen. And I know how to not trust in myself, but I know how to trust in the one that is great greater than I am. And so I put my trust in him just like I've been doing all along. I've been trusting him and relying on him and depending on him. And because of that, I'm ready for this. Amen. You know, we say all the time, you know, you don't want to, uh, trying to build a house in the middle of a storm is the wrong season to do that. <laughs> a little bit late. A <laughs> little late. And there's going to be unexpected challenges because yeah. we weren't ready. Mm. So let's build our houses now. Yep. And so when that storm comes, we're not moved. Yeah, I'm not really moved good. by this stuff. I, I've been trusting God all along. So I, I'm I'm living by faith. Amen. And I think I have subtly slipped back into that of, well, I believe God when things come up. Mm. 
And I, I feel like God is correcting me and mm-hmm. saying, that's not what I called you to do. You are to live this. Yeah, yeah. And as we live that, then when things come up, it's not so detrimental to Robert's life anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like I said, if, if I'll live desperate, then I won't have so many times of desperation. So good. Because I'm, I'm, I'm pursuing him. Because it's amazing when, when tragedy strikes, how people are willing to like turn off the TV, mm. they're willing to cancel dinner parties, they're willing to skip the movies so they can stay home and put the nose to the grindstone and get after God because yeah. they need a miracle. Mm. And it's amazing how we do that as human beings, right? We, we're so situational in Crisis our faith. Crisis mode. <laughs> Crisis mode. And when situation comes up, we, we do whatever we got yep. to do to make it work and to get God involved. And, and what God is telling us is live that way. Mm-hmm. Be, just act like every day is critical mode. <laughs> you know, act like every day is the end of the world. Live desperate every day and you won't have all these moments of desperation. So good. We're not asking you to make a resolution, but we're asking <laughs> you to stretch yourself yeah. in the things of God. And, you know, maybe it is 21 days for you. Maybe mm. it's five days for you. Maybe it's three months. Maybe it's not a fast at all. Maybe it's something entirely different. Yeah, yeah. And that, I guess I wasn't alluding to that. I was, yeah, just whatever God is asking you That's to do. It. Whatever you feel like you need to do to grow your faith, whatever you need to do to trust mm. God more in your mm. life, stretch yourself. Yeah. Because that's where you're going to grow, literally, because yeah. things stretch and they grow. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I had to do it. But that is what I believe is is on the horizon for a lot of us, but even whoever's listening right now, in oh, actually, it is everyone. Everyone needs to grow. Everyone needs to be strong. All of us. All of us. If, it's if, applicable to everybody. I, I will say it again. If somebody says, well, I don't feel like there's anything I need to do, you're lying. <laughs> you're just flat out lying. There, God, you're calling me a liar at the beginning of this podcast. Yes. He will challenge us to grow. <laughs> I think that's probably what it is. I just don't know what I'm supposed to do. I haven't gotten him in. Liar. Like, what do I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I haven't gotten in and been like, what do I need to specifically do, God? So, there's myself something. even. I got to figure it out. There is something. There is something. He, he, he doesn't want us to remain the same. Exactly. He wants us to grow. He wants us to become better. Exactly. And that's not me calling everybody a bad person. I mean, he just wants us to grow. Yeah. He, he wants us to just, I don't want to use the word evolve, but he wants us to evolve in our faith and our walk with yeah. him. And uh, we're not supposed to stay mm-hmm. at this place. The Bible even says we go from glory to glory. Yeah. And so, you know, the, this is supposed to be an upward trend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think God, not I think, God is challenging us to figure out, okay, what can I do to almost force mm. this upward trend in him? And so it starts by like seeking him. Mm-hmm. And like Cody said, I'm not calling anyone a liar. That's <laughs> it, but like Cody said, okay, get, let's get, let's get with God yeah. and say, okay, what is it? What, yeah. what is it that you want me to lay yeah, on the what's altar? What's it look like for me? Because what is it, there you go. I'm not going to do go. a 21 day fast right. just because Robert's right. Absolutely. doing it. Absolutely. Now, that if, would if be the, wrong. If the Lord leads me to yes. do it, I'm going to do right. it. But just because he's doing it, that yeah. doesn't mean I'm supposed to do it. Right. Just because the Lord told somebody they have to read their Bible 10 minutes every day for right. three months. That's not right. my directive. Yeah. I have to get with God and figure out what do I need? Mm. What's going to stretch me? What's yeah. going to grow me? And probably all of those things would grow me. So they <laughs> probably would be beneficial to some degree. But but what is it that God wants sure. Cody to do? What is it that God wants you to do? What yeah. is it that God wants Robert to do? And that is what we've got to figure out and what we've got to act on. So that way we can grow with God in the highest and best way. And I'll even say this. If you... If you how do I how do I want to say if you if you if you can't get a sense of what God is telling you to sacrifice for him then just do something yeah 
There you know, you, go. you know, maybe something. Maybe you go to church once a month, and you don't feel like God is leading you to go more than that. And will force yourself to do it. <laughs> force yourself to go twice a month. Force yourself to go every day in a month, because I I feel like not everybody, and I'm not saying Cody's doing this, but some people will use that as a scapegoat. Well, God just hasn't told me to do anything, mm. and and that's not going to work either. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you can, you can come up with something. Yeah. I, I promise you. Yeah. Whether whether you feel like God is speaking to you or not, you can come up with something that you know right now in your mind mm. that you can lay on the altar for Christ. So good. You know something. Whether it's a TV show, <laughs> you know something. We all know something. And so uh, you know maybe with you, he's just telling you. Okay, I, he he has told me this. Uh, he said, you know, I've called you to run in ministry, so you need to be physically equipped to be able to do that. And my style of preaching, it's no secret, I'm getting older. And so my style of preaching, I got to stay in shape. Otherwise, I get winded up there when I'm preaching. So he's challenged me to exercise more. Got to run in the spirit. You got to run in the natural. Run in the natural, <laughs> So you know what I mean? It, it could be anything. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be anything. But just don't let that. Well, there's no leading from the Holy Ghost. Don't let that be your excuse that yeah. you don't do anything. Yeah. He's called all of us to do something. Amen. He's called all of us to make a sacrifice, like Cody alluded to before. He's called all of us to pick up our cross mm-hmm. and to follow him daily. And, and in the cross, the cross is an image of suffering. Mm-hmm. It's an image of punishment. It's an image of discomfort. And all that stuff should be happening to your flesh. Your flesh should be uncomfortable. Your flesh should be being punished for the kingdom. Your flesh should be making sacrifices. We don't make sacrifices in the things that he's called us unto. Like we don't, prosperity, he's done that for us. Health and wholeness, he's done that for us. Salvation, he's done that for us. Peace of mind, he's done that for us. Clarity of mind, he's done. So I'm not saying we sacrifice in the areas that he's redeemed us from. Right. And he's delivered us from. So make no mistake about that. But when it comes to maybe Ben watching, you know, Outer Banks is coming out February 23rd. So it's already excited. on my calendar. Season three. <laughs> but maybe instead of Robert Ben watching all the episodes in one week, God will say, watch it 30 minutes at a time and give me the other 30 minutes. Dang. I'm it's just not saying. Even a full episode. That's it's a sac- not that even is, a full episode. That's sacrifice right there. <laughs> Talk about a cliffhanger. <laughs> okay, Lord, I can't wait to finish. The- <laughs> but I mean, that's that's but, true. That's but there's good. always something. There's that's always good. something we can sacrifice. Yeah. And so, you know, find out what it is. Yeah. No excuses. No excuses. Let's no make excu- no no excuses. No excuses for 2023. That's our that's our non-resolution resolution. No excuses. No excuses. <laughs> Whatever it is, we're going to do it. So it's not a resolution, but it's a resolution. So just no excuses. Make some sacrifices for God and watch how you grow in faith. Watch how you grow in your relationship and watch how he perfects everything that concerns you because you took the steps necessary to put him first. Amen. It's going to be a good year, guys. I'm so excited for it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a dope year. 2023. Let's do this. This is the first year that... I, this is I'm so telling on myself. This is the first year in a while where I've come in with like some real enthusiasm. Like I'm stoked. Ready to roll. I'm ready, bro. I'm ready excited. I think it. it's gonna be a wild, fun, good year for the kingdom of God. I'm stoked. And I'm stoked because I'm a part of that. <laughs> and so are you. Woo! So get excited. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> it's gonna be a good year. It's gonna be a good time. Yes. Get with the Lord. Figure out what he wants you to do to grow mm. in him and get out there. Get uncomfortable with him, but yes. rely on him and him alone Amen. and you can get through it. Amen. Amen. We love you guys so much. We'll see you on the next one.
Bye. Bye.